If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So stay with us and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, listening to the inner voice. And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey. Alice Bailey is the founder of the Lucis Trust and she also wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy. And those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. The way into the kingdom of God is found by questioning and answering, by seeking and finding, and by obedience to that inner voice which can be heard when all other voices are stilled. Is this inner voice a spoken word, and how does one listen for it? No, it's not a spoken word, um, and it's not uh, a literal statement. It's not a voice that you're going to hear in your ear as if you had a, an earpiece hidden from the cameras like uh, the, um, the uh, broadcasters do. Uh, mm. it's, it's a subjective um Voice, but the key word is inner. It's within. It's not out there in the world. It's not up there in the clouds. It's within, and it's within each human being. The good, the the essential question is, where do we look for it? Where do we listen for it? It's not found with the analytical mind, the reasoning, calculating, analyzing mind, which is so highly developed in intelligent, educated Westerners. And that part of ourselves that so many of us tend to rely upon, and rightly so, the reasoning intelligence uh, certainly can't be underestimated. But it's not found through the subconscious either. It's not down there in the solar plexus or in the gut, in the emotional, astral, 
yearning, uh, vague uh, dream life of um, of the astral plane. It's on a higher level, I think. the The inner voice that we're we're striving to hear is is higher than either the mind or the subconscious. I think we know this voice when we are inspired to reach beyond our separated, self-interested personality, that aspect of ourself that always works in our self-interest and always seeks to further our own barricades of our separated identity. The inner voice, I think, is that aspect of us that knows the highest and best within us and speaks for that. Our better angels, maybe we could say. Yes, and I think it may also come through our heightened sense of responsibility. Uh, <clears throat> that's a, a word that simply means the ability to respond to uh, that which is within you. And, uh, and so it it's <clears throat> comes through that way sometimes. I think in the beginning it's, it's, it's rather difficult to kind of put one's finger on it because when you hear the word voice, you know, we take it literally and we think that there's going to be some little soul or some little person inside that's going to be talking to you. But I think if you hear some voices like that, that you better ignore them because uh, they could steer you in the wrong direction. <clears throat> it kind of reminds me of those advertisements for that star service that cars can... Um, mm. uh, where if you get OnStar. lost on star, mm -hmm. then you... you apparently you can access this information that tells you where to go. It's not like that. <laughs> Unfortunately, you cannot call OnStar and say, which way should I go? Um, and we're speaking about the spiritual path. A lot of us would probably like to have some kind of OnStar service that would help us out of our dilemmas when we're really not sure about the spiritual direction we should be taking. We want to be more spiritual. We want to grow in... Uh, that inner understanding and wisdom. We want to follow what we think is our soul's destiny and purpose, but how do we do that? And there is no voice in the ear, and there's no on-star service guiding us. It's a quiet, um, instinctive urge to the highest good that's within us. And I think that starts with the voice of the conscience, which even the smallest children and some of our pets have, I'd swear. Yes, that's why I think it's, <coughs> I said earlier, it has to do with maybe responsibility is one way to kind of put mm -hmm. a finger on it because if we do what we feel is responsibly correct and right, then I think that is beginning to follow our higher instincts. We know right from wrong, and we, we, uh, that's, that's the beginning of conscience. <clears throat> and um, it's that kind of inner urge that we should be following uh, more and more and listening for mm -hmm. because I think it's um, uh, it, it comes through in very subtle ways but uh, one has to begin to cultivate that um, and see it as a sense of responsibility perhaps another <laughs> word I like is obedience and the opening thought express that, the obedience to that inner voice. Obedience isn't a very popular term because it sounds constricting and uh, infringing on our little personal will, 
But obedience to the highest and best, to that which we know intuitively, inwardly is right, if we just obey that, and that voice, that knowledge is accessible to many decent, fairly intelligent human beings, but it's so easy to override it or to use our analytical reasoning mind to make a case for why we shouldn't listen to it. And uh, many of us are very adept at ignoring mm-hmm. that uh, that inner voice. But there's an interesting um, background to the idea of listening to the inner voice. It's not a new idea at all. It's found in ancient Hinduism in the teaching that uh, the individual human soul is a fragment of pure divinity. And it's found in the Quaker religion, the Society of Friends. The realization that there's something nearer to every one of us than the scriptures, than the holy doctrine. It's the doctrine or the word in the heart, in the human soul. And this is what the Quakers emphasize in the teaching they have on the inner light. The founder of Quakers, Quakerism, the Society of Friends, I think was William Laws. And he was a, a really intuitive mystic who realized that the inner light had nothing to do with ritual or with scripture or with sacred buildings. It was found within himself. And he taught his followers that that inner light exists in all human beings and that it's there waiting to be tapped. It's the Christ within, whether or not one is Christian, that inner soul principle. Yeah, that's the important thing to remember, that it's it's really the inner soul that is trying to come through. And uh, that's where the uh, the real truth lies. And that's where it's uh, why it's a little difficult to put your finger on it, because it does have to do with that soul self, the inner higher self. <laughs> and uh, that's why... Uh, um, Contemplation is, is um, you know, in, in, in the uh, Quaker tradition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the silence. The mm-hmm. silence and the, the silence, just sitting in the silence mm-hmm. is one way of cultivating that inner pathway. Mm-hmm. And uh, also practices of meditation will help to bring through and awaken that uh, soul uh, quality. And those are, will open up the pathway into the soul so that one becomes more aware of that inner voice. Yes, uh, Alice Bailey spoke of the steps to the inner voice, um, beginning with obedience, uh, followed by the practice, steady and unremitting of love, <coughs> just loving more. That opens up resources within that are uh, unstoppable when they begin to flow. And thirdly, she advocated the development of sensitivity and that inner attention to guidance, to inspiration that comes through meditation. We're not talking about phenomena. We're not talking about visions and voices and um, uh, experiences. I think we're talking about something much more subjective, Probably, for most of us, it would be an urge or a 
a kind of vague um, sensing of what is right and good and mm. represents our next step. Right. And uh, <coughs> as it also mentions that in this Western modern world that we live in, the, it's very difficult sometimes to hear this inner voice because we are so distracted by the outer world, all the sounds and the responsibilities that we have for the material world that we live in. And uh, <coughs> this doesn't mean that we should give it all up and move into a monastery or into a cave, but uh, it, it means that we have to use our discriminating powers much more subtly and to realize that <coughs> the uh, inner voice can be drowned out by all the material emphasis mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. that's uh, so distracting in our modern world. Yes, um, the, the voice which speaks in the silence is only heard, Alice Bailey said, when all the outer voices have been quieted. And as you say, that's harder and harder to do. I wonder if anybody could measure the increase in the cacophony of our world and say just the last 10 years with the growth of the Internet and technology, they've done wondrous things, but at the same time, they bring an overload of information that scientists are beginning to see really are affecting our children who are not necessarily ready to assimilate all these um, impressions and uh, impacts on their developing minds and psyches. It's, uh, it's something I think we'll have to learn to evaluate more cautiously in the future. How do we achieve the quiet that we need to hear this inner voice within? We don't find it by distracting ourselves. We don't find it through entertainment, through uh, drugging ourselves effectively with pleasure and distraction. Um, we have to create a space for it, and this is why meditation, for one, is so essential. Too many very busy people rely on perhaps a once-a-year retreat. That's the best they can do. But I think something on a daily level is far more useful, and it takes a certain amount of will to put it in place, but it can be done. Many of us are very busy and yet can develop a spiritual practice that allows time for inner quiet and meditation on a daily level. Well, I've certainly enjoyed the meditation that you and Dale have introduced me to as mm -hmm. a result of Lucis Trust, but that's another show. Mm -hmm. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight, and our topic for today, listening to the inner voice. We have a special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Bailey book, The Soul, The Quality of Life. The Soul, The Quality of Life is a compilation of extracts from the 24 books by Alice Bailey. The soul, the higher self, or individuality, is the guiding force within every human being. I think, just my own little spin on it, I, 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 I feel that the soul is, that the inner voice is the soul, at least that's my take on it. But uh, through the, the law of rebirth, or reincarnation, the soul returns to manifestation life after life for purposes of service to the plan. I, I suppose it may be confusing, but um, to me, I, I guess the soul is uh, 
a part of this, and um, I, I'm relating to another show that uh, Dale and Sarah did. It's a part of us, and more or less we live within the soul, but it's uh, something that they should talk about again, I think, it would be a very interesting show to do another show on. Uh, the Soul, the Quality of Life, available for $16. The discount comes in the form of free shipping and handling, and what you need to do is just write a little note for us uh, saying that you heard about the offer on Inner Sight. So send a check or money order to Lucis Publishing. Ask for The Soul, The Quality of Life, one of the Alice Bailey books. Send your check or money order, $16, to Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Once again, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Now, we need your help, and we appreciate the support you've given us in the past. Uh, I guess we can use all sorts of help, but the help we, we need as far as radio is to help keep us on, this, on the air as you've done in the past, and we remain on the air as a result of your donations. Uh, so if you like these shows, which many of you seem to, uh, then please continue to donate, and that will keep us on the air. Other donations are tax-deductible. Send donations to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And, by the way, all of our InterSight programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.org. On the home page, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for a hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. Once again, www.lucistrust.org. The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website uh, so that you can see in advance what next Sunday's program will be. And also, if you need to get in touch with us for any reason, if you'd like to order a general package of information or uh, any other reason that you might have, you can call us on our toll-free number, 1-866-695-8247. And that's 1-866-695-8247. The easier to remember it is to call us on 1-866-NY-LUCIS, 1-866. Think of New York, LUCIS. Uh, I was wondering also if the inner voice can be a little eerie at times. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, I remember my wife and I many years ago sitting in a restaurant, and uh, usually after dinner I'll have a cup of coffee, but this time I, I felt like uh, I was a little anxious, and I, well, I said, no, let's not have coffee, let's leave. And at the moment we left, it was a very old restaurant. The entire window that was by the table that we were sitting in just came down, and we would have been sitting there. So I wonder if it could be uh, eerie. And another question I had, too, is what you're talking about too today? Uh, is, is it related to another show with uh, where we mentioned? Well, you mentioned Buddha and how Buddha mentioned that mm -hmm. we should be a uh, lamp mm -hmm. unto our own uh, own self. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, your experience in the restaurant, I think those kinds of promptings that uh, alert us to danger, nobody can explain them, but uh, no doubt they are uh, a function of a certain contact with the inner guardian. We're more protected and more um, watched over than we probably appreciate. Mm -hmm. And um, if we are more, um, if we're more willing to not talk ourselves out of every idea that drops into our mind mm -hmm. and simply act upon it, I think we'd be a little bit better off. Usually, we reason ourselves out of it and say, "Oh, don't be silly." Mm -hmm. In this case, if you had done that, well. 
Who right. knows? <laughs> no inner sight. The big window, so. <laughs> the Buddha, yes. I was thinking of the Buddha saying in his final sermon to his disciple to be a lamp unto your own feet. Look not to anyone outside yourselves for help. And the Christ who said, the kingdom of God is within you. Yeah. The kingdom of God is within you, not in a book, a Bible, a church, in a ritual, in a belief, in a doctrine. It's within you. Why do they say these things? Because every human being is made in the image of God. The Bible tells us that. Many religions tell us that. But we don't act like that. We don't behave like that because we're still works in progress. We're still developing. Just as a photographic image takes time to come into clear visibility, so does each human being take time to develop into the real image of divinity that his soul intends him to be. Yes, and I think for those who are really aware or beginning to become aware of this inner inner voice or inner conscience, then that is an indication of where you may be on the so-called path, uh, you know, the path back to God, the returning path. And so that kind of indicates the stage that one is uh, currently at. And um, I think that's that's where the promptings of the soul come through because the soul doesn't really tell you go here, go there, do this, do that. It's not that detailed. It's more of a general urge to uh, for a particular direction, a more spiritual-oriented direction and to bring a more spiritual orientation into your life. And if you follow those impulses, they will automatically guide you along in the correct path because the soul has <clears throat> little uh, things to achieve in each lifetime. It doesn't achieve it all in one life. I think it takes, takes a considerable amount of courage to be able to listen to this inner voice because the outer world, society as a whole, puts its focus on materialism, on material success, material achievement. And um, to some extent, that's led to a better life for all. But taken to excess, we find that it shuts out that inner voice, which is silent and subjective and oriented toward um, the realization of spiritual um, achievement, which has nothing to do with material success. So you have to consider your orientation and also, I think people shouldn't assume from this that the more you progress on the path, the more you will be hearing this inner voice. Because, in fact, um, masonry apparently has this realization built into its, its ceremonies, its uh, depiction of the spiritual path, that at a, quite an advanced stage, the applicant is blinded and has to go forward in his tests with blindness, with no idea of where he's headed. And I think that's very interesting because it's said in the Ageless Wisdom that at the fourth initiation, which is a really advanced achievement, this is called the dark night of the soul, mm -hmm. to give you yeah. an idea of how little help yeah, there well, seems there, there to be. There goes that Masonic secret. Yes. <laughs> well, it's, 
it may be a secret among the Masons, but it's well known among yeah, the students uh, of Ages Wisdom, the dark night of the soul. Every applicant aspirant thinks he's he's experiencing it uh, now, but in fact, it's probably something that lies ahead of virtually all of us, and uh, we have no idea of how much of a test it will be. But it's when you have absolutely no resources, apparently, and I say apparently, available. Why would the spiritual path do that mean thing to us? I think because, as Alice Bailey said, it is depth and a profound rootedness for which the inner teacher and later the master looks. Depth and a profound rootedness. If things progress too quickly, I suppose there wouldn't be that deep seed planting that goes on in the dark of the moon, as all good farmers know. Yes, and we have to, the, these promptings come from the soul, and we have to realize that the soul uh, is an aspect of the universal soul. I'm talking about the, the, the uh, incarnated aspect of us, the soul is actually an aspect of a greater universal soul and therefore it's an integral part of the planetary hierarchy. And this is what the soul is really concerned about and that's why the promptings of the soul, the inner voice, will have to do with these more universal subjects. They won't uh, be so detailed, I don't think. Mm -hmm. uh, Or so personally oriented. Right. And uh, so that's the kind of promptings that we should kind of listen for. I wonder also if blindness and I suppose we could say deafness are part of the universal experience of the spiritual path because they test our resilience and our commitment. We're told that we have to be both ready to perceive the inner voice, to hear it um, with a a ready, attuned ear, and at the same time we have to be willing to continue steadfastly in our spiritual commitment, even when there is apparently no inner response. Both of those polarities are tests for us, and um, we... We want so badly to do the right thing if we would just be told what to do. That's not how the path works. Alice Bailey said, listening is the seed of obedience. And that's the hard thing to do because <clears throat> so many of us uh, uh, haven't learned to really listen. Uh, we listen to... My mother the... said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, your mother was right. <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> But uh, she wasn't the inner voice. But <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but um, uh, you know, th- this is not not easy, and it's especially uh, as because we can become so distracted by the outer world, and that um, that's what we tend to listen to. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of where we want to focus our attention and hearing. Alice Bailey said, spend your time listening. Give expression to the sensed vision. Cultivate the waiting attitude of attentiveness. And when you hear the unheard and sense the intangible, try to formulate it into words and express it, it," she said. 
She said, forget not the truth that time and events are one basic phenomenal happening. If we could bring through into outer expression in our lives, in our actions, our speech, the inner realization that we presently possess, that would be a good start. Mm -hmm. Please take advantage of our uh, special offer. And our special offer is from Lucis Publishing Company, and it's called The Soul, The Quality of Life. And The Soul, The Quality of Life is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books of Alice Bailey, and guess what? You'll find a lot about listening to the inner voice within the Alice Bailey book, The Soul, The Quality of Life. Now, The Soul, the, the, or The Higher Self, or, or Individuality, is the guiding force within every human being. This is more or less the essence of the book, and through the law of rebirth or reincarnation, the soul returns to manifestation life after life for purposes of service to the plan. So send $16, check or money order, to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we'd like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If your A.C. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your A.C. unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 